0: From Hollywood, California, the makers of old gold cigarettes present the Comedy Theater. The only radio program that brings you every week the greatest stars in the greatest comedies. Tonight's play, the radio version of the as yet unreleased Edward Small production, Rooster's Millions, with the picture's original stars, Dennis O'Keefe, Helen Walker, and Misha Auer. And here is the director of the Old Gold Comedy Theater, Mr. Harold Roy.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're very happy in having Dennis O'Keefe with us tonight. Dennis was the logical choice for the role of Monty Brewster. You see, Brewster had to be a handsome brute with a marvelous physique suave, extremely intelligent, and six feet, two inches tall. And here he is, Dennis Uh, O'Keefe.
2: Your introduction embarrasses me, Harold. You're very flattering, but what you said about me isn't quite true. It isn't? No. You see, I'm uh, six foot three. (laughs) Touché. No, no. It's my own hair.
1: Oh. By the way, Harold, uh, who's my leading lady tonight? To uh, portray Peggy Gray, Dennis, we have your old film sidekick, that delicious, lovely, Helen Walker. (laughs) Helen, you know, I saw you in the picture, the man on Half Moon Street. Imagine you in love with a man 92 years old. Well, it's
3: easy when the man is Nils Astor. By the way, Harold, who's playing
1: Mickey Mikhailovich in tonight's play? Here he is, Helen. I'm very happy to introduce that soulful bowlful of borscht, the melancholy Russian, Misha Auer.
4: Me, I don't understand it. Every part I play, I'm always a Russian. Why?
1: Well, it's uh, perhaps that you are a Russian. <laughs> oh,
4: so that's the reason.
1: By the way, Misha, Where did you learn to speak English so well? From
4: my roommate
1: And uh, who is your roommate?
4: Gregory (laughs) Ratoff
1: Well, on with the play In Brewster's Millions, Our Hero Monty Brewster is really quite a good egg And what has just happened to him In the office of his late uncle's lawyer Shouldn't happen to a dog Or should it? But it should happen to you And you and you And well, even to me because Monty Brewster has just found out that his uncle.
2: I I've inherited eight million dollars. That's right, Mr. Brewster. Is, you did say eight million dollars.
5: Yes, I did. Yes,
2: well, I, I was a little worried there for a minute. I thought you said seven million dollars. <laughs> well,
5: no, my boy, it's eight million. Net, after all taxes and deductions, your uncle was a very wealthy man. He had the knack of making money. Went to Bolivia and struck ten. Eight million dollars?
2: Brother, that ain't tin.
5: Eh?
2: Why, when I walked in here a minute ago, you could have bought and sold me for a plug nickel and a used yo-yo. Now I can walk out of here, buy a small sirloin steak for cash, and still have a few million left.
5: (coughs) Well, uh, not exactly, Mr. Brewster. You see, the old fool, uh, your uncle, rather, made a... A few negative conditions.
2: Negative? Oh, Mr. Jones, don't you know you must accentuate the positive and never mess with Mr. In-Between? Um, Uh, What are the conditions?
5: Well, right now, all you get of the legacy is one million. (laughs)
2: Well,
5: really, a man in my position doesn't bother about petty little
2: things like that. Uh, Why so I only... (laughs) One million?
5: You heard me. The other seven million remain in trust for 60 days. And at noon on the 60th day, if you can prove you've spent every penny of the one million, and if you haven't a nickel or an asset to your name, I'm empowered to turn the balance over to you.
2: Ah, that's a cinch. I'll do it in 60 seconds. I'm going to give that million to charity.
5: Oh, yes. Well, the will covers that, too. Not more than 5% can be given away, and here's one more proviso. No matrimonial entanglements. No matrimonial... Oh, but now, wait a minute, he can't do that. Oh, that's right, he didn't know. But I'm getting married Friday. No, not this Friday, you're not. You'll have to postpone your wedding. You see, if you were married, there'd be two a year to do the spending. Mm. and if I don't postpone the wedding? Oh, well, in that case, my friend, the money goes to the Pismo Beach Society for Homeless Cats. Well. <laughs> uh.
2: Well, it was nice having $8 million, even if it was only for a few minutes. I
5: say, wait a minute, dear. Why not take a good look at these? $51,000
2: bills. <laughs> $50,000 bills. Are they good?
5: Any place in the world. Consular, you've talked me into it. Give me. Uh, just a minute, just a minute. First, you must take an oath not to tell anyone under any consideration either why you're spending the money or anything about the remaining $7 million. Tell no one, huh? No one. Now, oh, here. This is a Bible. Do you so solemnly swear? I do. Give me the money. Well, all right. Congratulations, Mr. Brewster. Now, ah, here's the first 50000 The rest will be t- deposited to your account in our bank.
2: Uh, Mr. Jones, huh? if my girl and my two pals think I'm batty, you've got to do one thing for me. What? You've got to spend some of this money for a straitjacket with two pair of pants.
6: Mommy, We're living daughter. all over. Please, please. Now,
2: wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you'll only give me a chance, I'll explain everything. Yeah. Now, that's better. Now, well, don't stand there gloating like that. Tell us. Well, it's really all very simple. My Uncle Jim died and left me a million dollars. I'm taking the money and starting a business, or the uh, uh, a Brewster and Company, and making you, two my best pal's partner. Yeah. yeah. You're making Hacky and me partners, but not Oh, junior partners, of course Oh, yeah, yeah Yeah, sure. can't start you out too big Oh, no, no Just pay you what you're worth Say, uh, $5,000 a week for the first month
6: $5,000? Goodbye, automat, hello,
3: Morgenthau. <laughs> but, Monty, you don't know what you're doing Why, this morning you didn't even have a steady job And now you're in business paying $5,000 a week salaries Incidentally, just what is this mysterious business? Oh, the business. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, uh, uh, A Napper. Napper, you're vice president in charge of... You tell her. Me? Well, uh, usually business has to do with uh, uh, supply and demand. Precisely. Supply and demand. Yeah. Now, now, we have a large supply of money, and there's always a big demand for money.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Simple, isn't it? Uh, yeah.
2: And now, if you two boys would go back to our boarding house and pack up all our things... I've leased the penthouse at the Weldon Towers for us.
3: Weldon Towers, why that's the most expensive apartment house in New York.
2: Nonsense, nonsense! I got a great bargain. They let me have the place for seventeen thousand
6: a month. Seventeen thousand, geez So long, Morgentaler, hello, Automat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, honest, Monty, that's ridiculous. I, I understand how you feel—the first flush of wealth and all that—but y- oh, you, oh.
2: dear boy, I must make a good impression if I'm to be a success. As a matter of fact, that's why I rented the. Uh, Top two floors of the Gotham building for our offices.
3: You rented two floors for offices and you haven't even started in business yet?
6: That's all, brother. I'm going to take two aspirins with a bourbon chaser.
3: (laughs) Brewster and Company, good afternoon. One moment, please. Brewster and Company, I'll connect you. Brewster and Company, what's that? You want to borrow $30,000? I'll connect you with our small loans department. (laughs) Brewster and Company, well, Mr. Brewster's not in. I'll ring his vice president in charge of private secretary. Hello, Miss Gray speaking. $23,000 for suitcases? Well, there must be some... Oh, I see, Mr. Brewster ordered them personally. Very well, just send the bill and mark it to my attention. 23,000 bucks of worth of suitcases? Hey, who does he think he is, Eleanor? What's <laughs> 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 yeah. with
4: that guy? Peggy, I, I, I tell you, we've got to do something with Monty.
3: Well, why do you think I agreed to postpone our wedding for 30 days and took this job as his personal secretary? Well... Just to try to straighten him out. Oh hecky, you know I don't give a darn about his money. I just want to bring him to his senses. Oh, sure
6: I know that pig. But look what the guy done. He bought fifty thousand shares of that lumber and fuel preferred. That stock is such a dog, even the fleas picketed. it. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, he won't have a dime left in six
4: months.
3: Nothing. What's that? Oh.
2: What'd you say, Nopper? Uh, I said you won't have a dime left in six months, Monty. Six months? Yeah. Oh, good Lord, that is bad. Oh, yeah.
3: Monty, darling, will you listen to the three of us while there's still time? Oh, but
2: there isn't time. Boulevard hasn't that much time. There were only 52 days left. Yeah, now, wait, mean... Monty, will you listen to us, please? We are your friends. Oh, 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 yes. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Why? Well, I ran into an old friend of ours from the boarding house today. You, you remember him, Mickey mihalovich uh, the impresario from the Russian art theater. Oh, no. Oh,
3: Monty, you mean you loaned him money for that ridiculous musical show he wants to do?
2: Loaned it to him? Certainly not
3: That's better
2: Yes, of course it's better I went into partnership with him <laughs> He puts up the talent, all I put up is $200,000
6: You mean to tell me that you give that Russian Mickey Finn 200000 fish?
2: Why, it's a great opportunity Believe me, that's one
6: $200,000 that isn't wasted Yeah, you're right, Monty Hey, but look, that $23,000 you spent for suitcases, that's murder All right, with the headaches that Mickey is going to give you, you'll have a half a million dollars worth of bags. Right under your eyes.
1: Well, I'm going around in a bit of a circle with all these millions being bandied about, and I will admit that it is a very perplexing problem that Monty Brewster has. But now, here's Bob Williams with his view on another very perplexing problem.
0: Well, friends, suppose you and the missus have just finished seeing a movie, and as you get up to leave, she says, Oh, wait a minute, darling, I can't find my other shoe. Well, don't run out on the little woman. Say to yourself, Why be irritated? Light an old gold. Yes, indeed, smokers. You step into lots of comfort and pleasure when you light a fine cigarette, especially today. But listen, You get no pleasure if your cigarette is hot, harsh, and dry. And so, to help prevent cigarette dryness, old golds are conditioned with a special moisture-protecting agent we call Apple Honey made from the juice of fresh apples. And in addition, Old Gold's unique blend of many great tobaccos is enriched with rare imported Latakia tobacco for delightful extra flavor. Extra flavor
2: plus extra protection
0: against cigarette dryness. That's Old Gold, and soon as you can, try a pack. And look, even if your wife couldn't find her shoe at all, why be irritated? Light and Old Gold. And now back to Harold Lloyd in the second act of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Brewster's Million, starring Dennis O'Keefe, Helen Walker, and Misha Auer. All right, Mr.
1: Lloyd. Well, as we uh, get ready for act two of tonight's Old Gold Comedy, we find Monty Brewster living proof of the old adage that a fool and his money are some party. He's had his million now for 17 days, in which time he should have spent at least $300,000 $300,000 to be on schedule. But instead,
2: as we find car. You... Let me see. $78,000, take away $92,000. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do... uh, Read that column again, will you, Brooks? Uh,
1: yes, sir. Net worth, $921,236.41. $921,000.
2: 17 days going... In other words, we're making money. Exactly. You certainly have a genius for making money, sir. Oh, I have, have I? Oh, yes, Mr. Brewster. Well, just for that, Brooks, you're fired. Uh,
6: what, sir? Well,
2: f- fired? You're through, done, finished. I... Pack up and get out. But before you leave, have the cashier draw you a check for, oh, make it for $5,000. There's severance pay. Well, but, Mr. Brewster, I, I can't accept it. You'll take it and like it. But I've only worked for you for less than two weeks. Oh, less than two weeks. Oh, well, in that case, make it $10,000. We try to make a good impression on strangers. 10
5: <laughs> 10000
3: Oh, Monty, you know I love you, but so help me, this money has changed you. You're not a bit like you used to be.
2: Yeah, you're right. Before, I used to just love you. Now I'm so insanely mad about you that I just can't...
3: Monty, stop. After all, this is a business office.
2: I know, but darling, I see so little of you.
3: And whose fault is that?
2: It's mine, I guess. But trying to run this business cuts into a man's time.
3: Oh, I'm sure it does. You just had to give that party a 31 last night that cost $11,000, not including the tips and favors for your guests.
2: It was $13,000. I stepped on a grape as I walked in. (laughs) Besides, the guests were important people. That's good business.
3: Monty, you don't know good business from the man on the moon. No,
2: I don't, don't I? No,
3: you don't. Why, it's all over town that O'Connor and Ginsburg stuck you with that 50,000 shares of lumber and fuel preferred. It's dropped seven points since you bought it. Oh, darling, why don't you sell it out now? Take your loss and save something out of the wreck.
2: A- are you serious, Peggy? It's dropped seven points?
3: Maybe more since this morning. Oh, great, fine. Yes, Mr. Brewster? Uh,
2: get me O'Connor with O'Connor's and Ginsburg just as fast as you can.
3: Yes, Mr. Brewster. Oh, Monty, now you're being smart.
2: Oh, you can say that again.
3: Hello, Brewster.
2: Oh, it's you, O'Connor.
3: Who else?
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is it true that lumber and fuel has dropped seven points?
6: Well, yes, but I'll tell you the truth. Oh,
2: wonderful, uh, wonderful. I want to give you another order.
6: You want me I should uh, to to sell you your fifty thousand shares?
2: Sell, sell them. Heck, no, I want you to buy me a hundred thousand more. There you are, Peggy.
3: Monty Brewster, of all the. Well, that is definitely the last straw.
2: Oh, Peggy, Peggy, darling, if you'll only play along with me just a little longer. You'll see. I'll be able to explain everything soon and... uh, Oh, wait a minute. Will you, Peggy, till I answer this phone? Hello, Brewster talking.
6: Hello, Brewster. This is O'Connor again. (laughs) Say, you want to hear something?
2: Oh, don't tell me, O'Connor. Don't tell me. Let me guess. The market went to pieces and I've lost everything.
6: Absolutely, (laughs) Beckford. No, sir. (laughs) The minute your a hundred thousand share order hit the floor of the exchange, it stopped the selling in lumber and fuel, and listening to this bursting, the stock's climbing like a P33. tree. And you know something? You made a hundred thousand dollar profit. Why, you're a typhoon. <laughs> and besides this, you're a financial lizard.
1: Oh, oh hundred thousand
2: profit, O'Connor. O'Connor, sell me out, please. Ah. I can't afford this.
3: Monty, the stock went up. You made 100000
2: Yes, yes. Oh, this is terrible, terrible.
3: Terrible? Monty, it's wonderful. Oh,
2: hello, now what?
3: Mr. Mikhailovich is here to see you, Mr. Brewster.
2: Oh, Mickey Mikhailovich. Good old Mickey. Send him right in.
3: Monty... Look, you've already given him 200000 and then another 70000 He's coming now for more money. That's
2: good old Mickey. <laughs> oh,
3: Monty, you've got to turn him down. That show of his doesn't stand a chance. If you give him another nickel, I... Well, I'll never talk to you again. uh uh, uh, uh. Who just made $100,000 not taking your advice in the stock market? Well, that's all well and good, but that was a stock market, not a musical comedy. Well,
2: there's no difference between the stock market and a musical show. In the stock market, you have plenty of bulls and bears, and in a show, they bear plenty, and that's no bull.
4: Monty, <laughs> Tamarish! Uh. it is Mickey Mihailovich, formerly of the Minsk and Pinsk Little Art Theater, now the genius of Broadway.
3: You're not kidding when you call it Little Art Theater. Your show has about as little art as anything that's hit the country since snoods.
4: Miss Gray, my little blintz.
2: I have troubles enough. Troubles, Mickey? What happened in Philadelphia? Didn't the show go over?
4: Over their heads, maybe. Hmm, what do they know about art in Philadelphia? So, unfortunately, we had to close the show.
2: You closed the show? Well, I like that. Who
4: told you to close it? Well, we didn't exactly close, Monty. We just ran out of customers. In fact, at the last two performances, it was the seats that walked out
3: Out of 270,000, doesn't Mr. Brewster have anything left?
4: Certainly, the best part of the show is still left
3: Well, that's better, what part is that?
4: Me, in person
3: (laughs) Oh, Monty, this is awful Now you've lost three times what you just made in the stock market
4: Oh, you've been making more rubles in the stock market Hmm, good, good, my brilliant friend now that I know what is wrong with the little show, we can fix it up and open again. Mickey, that's a wonderful idea.
3: Monty, if you dare.
4: Miss Gray, you are being blinded by jealousy. <laughs> Don't you realize that Mr. Brewster is just crummy with foresight?
2: Mickey, Mickey, how much would it take to revamp the show? New songs, new material, new costumes, and put it on right here in New York?
4: Well, maybe for you and all admirer of mine, I could do it for maybe mm, 30,000.
2: 30, 30,000? We'll make it 20000 That's utterly ridiculous. Well, 15000 <laughs> No, of course not. Do you think that Monty Brewster can afford to have his name attached to a cheap production?
3: Oh, Monty, can't you see?
2: Yes, yes, I see. I see everything now. I see a whole new show. Brilliant, gorgeous, colorful. And the cost, well, it costs about, uh, let me see, 150,000. dollars $300,000. Did you say $300,000?
4: Yes, do you think you can do it on that? Well, I don't like to pinch pennies (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it will be colossal It will be sensational of the Broadway Oh, wait a minute, Tavarish To be on Broadway, you must have a theater Theaters they have But empty ones, they
2: ain't got Well,
3: that's something to be thankful for
2: Oh, you think they can stop me? Once Monty Brewster has made up his mind Poof, it's done We'll build our own theater. How long would that take? Well,
4: I guess we could build the Mickey Mihailovich Temple of Art and Entertainment in, um, well, maybe six months.
2: Six months? Oh, no, no. Cancel the theater, cancel it. We'll do something else. Uh, where else do they give shows?
4: Well, let me see now. I once gave a show in a barn. But that won't do, Monty. It smells so bad.
3: <laughs> I'll say it smells.
4: Well, and then there was the time I took a showboat down the Volga. With Olga <laughs>
2: <laughs> Showboat Showboat, that's it How much would a showboat cost?
4: Oh, maybe we could get one uh, showboat for $5,000 a month
2: Oh, no, too cheap, no class, no class at all Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, I've got to get an idea I've got it, I know what we'll do We'll rent a steamship, a luxury liner Something for around, say, 20000 a week Then we'll cruise down the coast Stopping at every port between here and, and Trinidad Oh, Monty, you're out of your mind
3: Please, can't we talk about this?
2: Uh, don't listen to her, boss You have the greatest idea that head show business Is 600 years Yes, I know that And something else, Mickey Yes, Abarish. We can't expect the cast To leave their homes Just on regular salary Now for the tour All expenses are paid And everybody gets Time and a half And I get double And my laundry too <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and if it doesn't cost me Triple $17,000 a day I'm gonna be the only Ex-millionaire in New York Buried in Potter's Field
1: Now here's Bob Williams with a very important announcement of special interest to all smokers.
0: As we've done before due to wartime restriction, the cellophane wrapper on old gold packages will be removed for the warm months ahead. Cellophane is most effective during the winter months when artificial indoor heat tends to dry out tobacco. But during this summer, and for the first time since the beginning of the war, old golds will again have the special protection of aluminum foil, which was released in limited quantity for packaging. So, Old Gold's unique blend of many tobaccos, including its touch of rare imported Latakia tobacco, will still be doubly protected. Protected by aluminum foil and protected by apple honey, which helps guard Old Gold's against cigarette dryness. Yes, the grand fragrant aroma and swell taste of Old Gold will still be well protected to give you your full quota of smoking enjoyment. And if you're not already getting old golds wrapped in aluminum foil, they'll be coming to you in their new dress real soon. Distribution is just about complete. So keep asking for old gold and enjoy a finer-tasting cigarette. And now back to Harold Lloyd and Act 3 of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Brewster's Millions, starring Dennis O'Keefe, Ellen Walker and Misha Auer. All right, Mr. Lloyd.
1: Well, with Monty Brewster, Mickey Mikhailovich, and 400 people in the cast, all aboard the steamship Luxuria, Monty is finally finding out that if a young man really puts his head to it, he can spend some of his uncle's hard earned money. Of course, the fly in the ointment is pagan. Peggy, like any right minded girl, has washed her hands of Monty, and the hands she washed no longer wear Monty's engagement ring. Now, in Monty's luxurious stateroom, Mickey is trying his best to console him
4: and not having very much success. But,
2: Monty, if she loves you, she'll wait. Oh, sure, sure. I've got 11 days left, and I still have $400,000. After the steamer, the crew, and the whole cast is paid right up to the time we dock. That's bad? Of course it's bad. Isn't money the root of all evil? Such a root I'd like to cultivate. (laughs) Tell me, my
4: chum, why is it you wanna throw away all these lovely clumps of greenbacks?
2: Well, you see, Mickey, Mickey, I had a crazy uncle and... Oh, no, no, I can't tell even you. An oath is an oath. But if I had just taken that million and forgotten about the rest... Mickey, what was that? It feels like we hit something. Monty, quick, out of this door. The whole boat is leaning
4: to one side.
2: <laughs> Captain, Captain, what's happened? We've run onto an uncharted show, Mr. Brewster. We've ripped off our propellers and rudder. Lost our propellers and rudders? Yeah. Oh, good heavens. Then we won't be back to New York in time to meet the lawyer. <laughs> Keep trying, keep sending I got someone, Mr. Brewster A Portuguese freighter about 10 miles away Well, did you ask them if they tow us to New York? I did, Mr. Brewster But if they tow us according to the laws of salvage They're entitled to half our cargo value ah, Salvage, what's he got? to coming in here and making laws up at the Say, say, wait a minute, that's wonderful Ask them how much they'll take in cash, sight unseen Yes, sir They say $300,000, sir Ridiculous Tell them they've got to accept Wait a minute, wait a minute Let me see what I've got left Got $100,000 in cash $309,355 $1,000 and 24 cents uh, Tell them that they've got to accept $410,355 and 24 cents Yes, sir I guess I drive a hard bargain
5: Well, Mr. Jones, it's almost noon. Have you checked over the receipts? Yes, I have, Mr. Brewster. And everything seems to be in order.
3: (laughs) Monty, what is all this? Why did you bring me here? Who is Mr. Jones, and why are you grinning when you've lost every penny of your million?
5: Patience, patience, darling. You shall see. Well, Mr. Jones? Well, according to the terms of your uncle's will, Oh, uh, excuse me, Counselor.
3: Honey, would you answer the door, please? Certainly, Monty, but I wish somebody would explain something to me. Hey, Piggy! Piggy, is money here? Oh boy!
6: What did I tell him? What did I tell him? Hey, money, money! Hey, I got great news for you, kid. Hacky, Hacky!
2: I wish you'd wait until Mr. Jones and I. No, no, I can't. I can't can't wait. I can't wait. Look,
6: what I got! (laughs) I just sold the costumes and the scenery from that silly show, and I got you back forty thousand dollars. Oh, you did, you (laughs) did!
2: Forty thousand dollars, Hacky! I could kill you. Don't hit
6: me! Don't hit me No.
5: Well, now uh, in that case, Mr. Brewster, you still have forty thousand dollars left. And I guess I'd better be on my way to the Society for Homeless Cats. Now, now, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I can't wait a minute. There are only 21 seconds left until noon. Yes, yes, but they're mine. I still have those seconds left. You can't spend $40,000 that fast. Well, I can try, Mr. Jones. I certainly can
2: try. Oh, wait a minute. You are the executive of the estate? Yes. And you're entitled to a fee?
5: Yes. And no one has paid you yet? No. And how much would the fee be? Uh, one-half percent. And how much is one-half percent of $8 million? Eight million? Oh, quiet, darling. One-half percent would be 40000 There you are,
2: Jonesy. $40,000 in fees, and I'm as clean as a whistle. And there's the whistle. It's high noon.
3: Monty, Monty, will you explain something about something to me?
2: Oh, I'm going to explain something about everything to you, darling, if it takes the rest of my life. And all of my $7 million. <laughs>
1: Well, so ends the story of Mr. Monty Brewster and his several millions. Right now, Dennis, Helen, and Misha, our thanks to you for a most entertaining half hour. Now, next week, we're doing our radio version of that very fine Paramount picture, The Major and the Minor, starring Joan Fontaine and Sonny Tufts. I'll be listening. So will I. Me too. Good night, folks. Until next Sunday. See you then.
0: Rooster's Millions was presented through the courtesy of Edward Small Productions and is from the novel by George Barr McCutcheon in the play by Winchell Smith. It may soon be seen at your neighborhood theater. Dennis O'Keefe can soon be seen in the Paramount picture, The Affairs of Susan. Helen Walker is currently working in the Paramount picture, People Are Funny. Misha Auer can soon be seen in the 20th Century Fox 30th anniversary production, A Royal Scandal. And now for a serious note to our listeners. Our all out two theater war this year will call for continuance of large scale war production. Civilian supplies will be lower, the civilian buying power higher than ever. Therefore we at home must do our part to hold prices down. So buy only what you really need when you buy, pay no more than ceiling prices and pay your ration points in full. And save, buy all the war bonds you can afford to help pay for the war and ensure your own future. Keep up your insurance. And now until next Sunday evening, don't let little annoyances get you down. Why be irritated? Light an Old Gold. Its tobacco's are conditioned with apple honey to help guard against cigarette dryness and to give you more smoking pleasure. This is Bob Williams saying good night
6: for Old Gold. <laughs>